0: Hey, homemakers. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy as a Homemaker podcast. My name is Chandler, your host. Welcome back. I do have a lot of new listeners, which is extremely exciting. Wanted to let the new listeners know this podcast used to be called Vibrant Mothers Club. So as you are listening to older episodes, you will hear that introduction, not Happy as a Homemaker. I know it's confusing. I like to keep everyone on their toes. And anyway, we're not we're not changing the name again. We're keeping it Happy as a Homemaker. But anyway, just wanted to let some of the new listeners know and welcome. Happy Wednesday. Today we are continuing our very fun homemaking basics series. We are talking about cleaning today. This is going to be a two-part episode. And we're going to start with the mindset aspect of keeping a clean, orderly, tidy home because I think it is far more important and will highly influence how you actually go about cleaning your home, your attitude, all of those things. So I truly think keeping the house clean is one of the biggest struggles homemakers have. Um, it's the question I get asked the most. My um, my very first episode, how to always have a uh, it's either how to always have a clean home or tidy home. Um, it's my most popular, most listened to episode, um, and I think the runner up is my episode on running your home like a business, which pertains to that as well, which is is very interesting. Um, And so I think this is a very important thing that we, that we talk about. And I'm just going to give a few, it's kind of all over the place. Um, I hope that you can still glean something from this episode. Um, It's just, it's, there's a lot to it. And I have a lot of thoughts about where our minds should be in terms of keeping an orderly home. And, um, yeah, I, I strive to become a more organized podcaster, but my main focus is getting content, valuable content out to you all consistently. That's something I've really struggled with. So that's kind of um, my main focus. Um, but I'm hoping as I grow in podcasting, that I can be a little bit more organized for you all, because I know sometimes my episodes are just all over the place. And anyway, I hope that that this episode blesses you. So anyway, we're just going to go ahead and dive in. Um, my first tip in keeping a clean home, and obviously, I'm not. My home is not always perfect. And and I'll get into that in a minute. But um, know the difference between dirty and messy. So I have learned in my short two years as a mother, now um, about to be a mother of two, but having a young toddler, um, messes do not really stress me out. And here's why. My house, I have worked over time to make it quite organized and I have worked, my primary goal is for everything to have a place, a a designated place. And I think if you can do that, messes won't bother you because you will know that it's going to only take a few minutes to clean up. Um. I remember growing up, I was not a tidy child. Um, my house or my room was always a cluttered mess. Um, I I always had like a lot of collections. I collected a lot of weird things like rocks and like feathers and stamps. And, um, I just had a lot of stuff in my room. And I remember When my mom would ask me to clean my room, I would get so stressed out because I would just stand in the middle of the room and nothing had a place. And so it, it took me hours to clean my room because I had to make those decisions every, like with every little thing I was putting away, I had to decide. Um, And that goes into decision fatigue, which we've talked about, where, where you just get so exhausted from all the decisions you're having to make. Okay. So, so I'm encouraging here for you to start with the root of the problem. Okay. Um, so if everything has a place, you know, when our living room is a disaster, just from my daughter's toys or, you know, husband's shoes or whatever, I know I can take 20 minutes and, pretty, pretty much mindlessly put things away in their place and it's done. Okay. Um, now, now dirtiness is a little more stressful and I certainly don't think we ought to be living in filth or a mess. Um, to me, this mostly comes down to being consistent in your routines, which we will get more into depth in part two of this episode next week. But um, yeah, I, I understand um, there's, there's two parts and I think we need to know the difference. There's dirty, there's messy. Sometimes our house is both, but um, the way to not let messes really stress you out is to work towards everything having a place. And it doesn't have to be this like Pinterest perfect place. You know, I just, the broom um, I recently organized, we have a little Closet um, right when you walk into our house. And I simply nailed a few nails in the closet so I could hang up our broom, our mop, our duster. You know, I just organized that closet and now uh, all of those things have a place. And it doesn't it look beautiful. No, I just have like a normal Walmart broom. I don't have this like beautiful horsehair wooden broom or anything. Um, but everything has a place. And yeah, I, I highly encourage you to work towards that, and messes won't stress you out. Um, I, can, I can pick up my whole house in an hour because everything has a place. Um, anyway, um, moving on. So I think this this overarching theme we need to remember and, and know and deeply ingrain in us is what for and why were you given this home? Okay? I think it's really important for us to have this overarching understanding of why God graced us with a home to begin with. Um, We want our homes to be a light into Christ, a place of worship, but not to be worshipped. Now, I think wanting to create a beautiful and comfortable home is very natural. It's very feminine for us as homemakers. Um and and I think it's good. I think God intended that for us. And when he told us to subdue the earth, I think that that is part of what he meant. We are nurturers, we are beautifiers, okay? Our husband provided a home for us, whatever that may be to for you or or is working to provide a home for us and And we are the ones who nurture that and beautify it. Okay. And our home is for our families. And I think about that, especially with my husband. So funny story. um, When we first moved into this house, uh, I found on Facebook Marketplace, my dream Ikea couch. And I've always wanted it. um, Just... I don't know. I always wanted this couch. I found a good deal on it. We needed a new couch. We got the couch, but my husband hated it. It was so uncomfortable. Um, and I agree it was uncomfortable, but I loved the way that it looked. So I didn't care, you know, and, um, it, it, we had it for a couple of months in our living room before my husband was like, you know, he never said let's get a new couch. But I could just tell, you know, it was small and he's a big guy and it just did. He looked so uncomfortable on it. And I just felt so bad because, you know, I knew he'd want to come home at the end of the day and watch the baseball game or whatever. And he had to sit on this horrible couch. (laughs) that I wanted because it fit a particular aesthetic that I was going for. So anyway, we ended up getting rid of it and getting a much more comfortable couch, which is still a cute couch and I love it. But, um, I, I think about this a lot, you know, our home it's, it's for our families. We shouldn't, we shouldn't want it to be worshiped. We shouldn't want, um, I mean, it's nice when people come over and they're like, oh, your house is so nice, but but that shouldn't be the goal, right? Um, uh, furthermore, if, if thinking about your kids, if your stuff is too nice, I've thought about this. I love the white sofa aesthetic, right? Um, but I don't understand. I mean, I guess unless the cushions are washable, I don't understand how anyone with kids or pets, or a husband, or anyone would want a white couch, um, and I'm not shaming you if you have a white couch, <laughs> I'm just saying, um, y- y- think about it, or if your stuff is too nice, and you get so anxious anytime your kids are on it, or anytime your husband's on it, um, I think this all, we need to think about these things, um, and we need to remember what our home is for, right? Right? Um, I hope that makes sense. So, also, I toggle back and forth with this invite advice, but we do need to embrace the season we're in. And you could even say this with furniture. Maybe you really love um, white furniture or um, really high quality, um, expensive, you have expensive taste or something like that. Um, but if you have young children, maybe think about, okay, this is not the season for this um, this stuff. Um, and I, I don't want you to think I'm saying to just accept something that's making you miserable, but it's true that one day you will have a home that stays clean because it'll just be you and your husband and Maybe one day it'll just be you. And I kind of cringe when I hear empty nesters talk about how nice it is because I think it just goes, I kind of think it feeds into that toxic mommy culture mindset of like, oh my gosh, just get these kids out of my house. Are you 18 yet? You know, and I'm not saying I'm guilt free here. I struggled with a very sinful attitude when I first became a mom. Um, and I, I remember being a little shocked at how much messes bothered me, especially when my daughter started eating solids. I remember being, um, kind of just surprised at, at, um, how much I cared and how much it bothered me that, that she was making such a mess. And that was something I really had to work on. Um, and I encourage you to pray to God, change him to change your heart he has changed my heart transformed it um, I I can truly laugh and smile at the messes now um, it's really been so humbling I a few days ago I sent a picture to my family of my living room which was a total mess and there was toilet paper everywhere because my daughter was building towers with it I had just gotten home from the grocery store and I just you know, needed her, her to be entertained for a few minutes so I could put away groceries and why not? And I remember sending that picture to, cause she had like a stack of three and she was holding it. It was really cute. And I remember after I sent it thinking, oh wow, I, I old me would have been mortified to send a picture like that. And, um, but I just didn't even think about it. I thought it was adorable. And, um, I think, too, um, we want our homes to be used a lot. I, something that I've been praying for every day for several months, I say, God, please use me um, in any way that you need. Use me today. And I think that this can be extended into our homes. We, God, use this home that you have given me. Help me to use it for your glory. In whatever way that may mean, Um, you use me and this home to point people to Christ, to disciple my children, to encourage my husband. Um, I think that that is is something that we need to think about as well, Um, is the state of our homes keeping us from um, having people over, um, being hospitable um, being that light into Christ that, that we want to share with people. Um, now that brings me into my next topic on being guest ready. So I've talked about this in past episodes that, that is kind of guest ready is kind of, I think such a great standard because it's so subjective. You know, everyone is comfortable with something different. Um, when they have guests over and my, and mine, my guest ready, you know, it kind of obviously it depends on the guest and it depends on the situation. You know, if I'm having a party or, um, a big group of people over my house is going to be a lot cleaner than if my mother-in-law's dropping by. Um, but I think something I have realized is that it is okay for your house to look like people live there. Homes are for living. They are not museums. And this is something that I've really changed on um, this year. I used to desperately want that Instagram minimalist look in my house, and I do still enjoy a more simple look, but um, I... I have learned I like having blankets and pillows available to people. Um, I like having pictures on the walls of of my family and um, just pretty pictures that I have found. Things, I I like to have things out on the counter available to me. Um, I don't stress about shoes being on the stairs or anything like that. Um, You know, we see these, We're, we're always looking at these Instagram pictures of people's homes and, and we compare our homes to them. And I know it's so easy to do that. And they just, they look picture perfect because they are right. And, um, I, I think about someone's house that I know of who her, her house is so perfect. You just don't even want to sit on anything right? And I I don't want my house to feel that way. And I don't know if it's the best environment to disciple littles um, or children in general. And again, I'm not shaming. I know everyone's different. And if you have this perfect, beautiful home, then that's fine. <laughs> but I think a lot of us struggle with, with this. And um, I think we all need to decide what guest ready means to us. and decide if you, you know, this is something you can pray about. Do I need to raise or lower that standard? Um, I had to lower mine a bit, and like I said, I think that might be the case for those with littles who can't really help yet or even if they can. Um, and furthermore, Let's assume the grace from others that that we would give to them, right? We care so much more and notice so much more than others about our own homes, most of the time. And um, all of that to say, you all know I am all about raising our standards in motherhood, and I am certainly not advocating for this hot mess mama life. Um, I, I think this maybe I'm saying we need to find a middle ground here. And and the heart, our hearts matter a lot in this because I don't like the attitude of like, yeah, I have little kids and my house is a mess and my life is a disaster. And if you sh- if you shame me for that, how dare you? And I'm a I'm still a good mom, even though I haven't cleaned the house in Three weeks. You you know, that is not the attitude, the posture that we need to have towards keeping a clean home. Um, I think a a far better one is that we are. I am striving. I'm. I'm working hard. My house is not perfect. It will not be perfect in this season. It may never be perfect. Um, I'm discipling little children. I have a husband. We live here. We host people here. Um, we want to portray godliness in our home. Um, I think that's a far better posture than this like hot mess mama, you know, my life's a mess, my house is a disaster all the time, LOL, that kind of thing. Um, and it, it yeah, it's going to help you with your, with your attitude and your stress. And, um, one more kind of mindset tip I have for you and I think we'll talk about this more next week, is to beware of black and white thinking. If you find your house is either a disaster or spotless, if you are adhering to your cleaning routine to a T or not at all, um, you might be struggling with a bit of black and white thinking. It's kind of like dieting. I feel like, you know, um, I used to struggle with dieting a lot in my younger years. And, um, it was like, I was either on a diet or breaking my diet. Right. And it's not sustainable and it's not going to consistently keep your house clean. I think, um, this is especially important in the little years because there are so many times I find myself cleaning up (laughs) Only for my daughter to be following right behind me, undoing everything I'm doing, right? Which is both funny and frustrating at times. Um, I think we need to take advantage of small pockets of time and, and really abandon black and white thinking. Commit to tidying and cleaning what we can, when we can. Sticking to small routines, small habits. Um, I talk about that in episode one of the podcast. I go into just little things that I do, little habits that I have that really help me to always have a generally tidy home. And um, I find when, even if I'm not perfect with my routine, but I stick to it the best that I can every day, you know, um, maybe I can't do a full load of laundry, maybe I fold half of it one day, or um, maybe I've, I've decided I'm going to clean the kitchen and I can't clean it to the best of my ability, but just doing the best that I can every day, I find at the end of the week, I usually am looking around like, okay, we're actually in pretty good shape here. So um, whereas with that black and white thinking, maybe you've set out to clean your living room one day. And you just simply don't have the time you need to make it perfect or something happens. And so then you just say, well, I'm just not going to even try today because I, you know, or maybe you are exhausted and pregnant like me. And sometimes I just don't have the energy to to clean in the standard that I normally would like to, but I'll just say, okay, okay. I don't have the energy to do all of that, to mop and all the things, but I am going to sweep and I am going to do this and, um, I am going to pick up and just doing what you can. Um, it really goes a long way. And I, I just encourage you to get away from the black and white thinking as much as you possibly can, because I think that is really, um, not a good cycle to be in as a homemaker. So anyway, Those are all the tips that I have as far as your mindset with keeping a clean home. And I'm going to link um, a couple of episodes that I think will help you in this area as well. Um, And like I said, next week, we're going to be going into routines and all of that. So anyway, I hope you all are doing well. Have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday and I will talk to you next week.